Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the showdown slate between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. And can we please get a competitive game in this series? That would be uh, nice. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA NFL slates on DraftKings. Also starting to produce uh, content for PGA. And keep an eye out for NBA Top Shot. Uh, probably going to have a video up either later tonight or tomorrow. Um, I, have a, I have a bunch of series, a series of videos for NBA Top Shot if you guys are interested in that, basically virtual trading cards. If you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, they're also up on an Apple Podcast link down below. It's called the DKDFS Show. And if you could, leave a five-star rating and review. That would help me out a ton. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com, an eSports package. That includes Call of Duty and CSGO. As well as an NBA package, you're going to start posting also my golf data sheets to that NBA package uh, for free. So if you sign up for the NBA, you'll also get those golf uh, key key data sheets for golf every single week, PGA. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So uh, there are a couple different ways you can play Prize Picks. The original way is, is you take over under on just fantasy points. So they'll they'll post players with fantasy scores, and you can either take the over or the under on them. And they also have a single stat where you can take over under on points, assists, rebounds, reporters made, and now they have a, the tip-offs one uh, as well. Now with PGA, I was looking to see how they did it because I haven't played PGA yet in prize picks, but you know you can take over under on um, on fantasy scores for PGA, or single stat is you know birdie or better or longest drive is the way you can t- you can go uh, about playing PGA single stat DFS. Again, they have every single sport you can think of. But make sure to check out the rules so you know, you know how it is scored exactly before you, you enter any contest. Um, let's see. Where are we at for, for these? Uh, Kevin Durant at 58. Still, I mean, if this game stays competitive, you got to feel like he goes over. But it's not by much. So that, that feels close to right. Uh, close to 60 is kind of what I expect from KD. Uh, but I do think if the game is competitive, uh, he probably pushes for, for over on that one. Let's see. A lot of these feel pretty decent. Like Giannis, 56 feels right. Middleton, I mean, Drew Holiday is really taking a, a step back in this series. Those kind of feel about right. I think the Blake Griffin at 20 and a half, I think I would like taking the over there. I think he plays more minutes. He surprisingly didn't come back in in the fourth quarter of that last one. So I, I kind of like the over on Blake. And I don't, I mean, probably the over on Shamit, unfortunately, just because it's going to be a pretty tight rotation. I think he's going to have to play more now. So eight and a half, like you got to feel like he can get over that, right? PJ, I mean, you saw what PJ Tucker did. Uh, we'll, we'll get to him, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at for uh, prize picks. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. Basically, you put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with. And finally, before we end the video, I want to thank you guys for all of your support on these videos, the live streams, and on Twitter. Um, If you do enjoy this content, if you could, hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos, you don't look live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow for the shit on slate, so make sure to check it out. Kind of break down the slate again and answer any questions you have. And let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. All right, so... Um, I guess before we talk about players and the prices for the show on slate, we can look back and line up here from the two-game slate on Monday. So two-game slate, got into the cash, uh, played a pretty chalky lineup. 
Uh, a lot of people had the same lineup as myself. As such, uh, Ship My Money had the same, Mangone, a lot of the guys that kind of play cash games. I knew it was going to be a popular uh, lineup that just kind of played the optimal lineup, um, had the same lineup as myself. So, went with Donovan Mitchell, Korkmaz, uh, Marcus Morris, Gallinari, Embiid, Paul George, Joe Ingles, and Nick Batum. So, a little bit unfortunate that, you know, I guess it was only about a minute and a half, but that, that game blew out at the end. It was looking not like. That second game, oof, that start, it was like the Jazz got down, what, 25 or what, close to 30. I was like, man, not another random blow up. But luckily, they brought it back to a point where, um, you know, they, they played normal minutes. So, yeah, Mitchell was really, really good. Uh, 53 fancy points as far as the star. Embiid, so this was the first game he looked injured, right? And he went back to the locker room. He did not look like himself here. Also, shooting 4 of 20 didn't help. So, Imagine if Embiid just has an average shooting game, maybe 10 of 20. He goes for 60-plus easily. It's just one of those outlier performances. I'll continue to play uh, Embiid. I will say, though, he is riskier now because of the way he looked in this game. It definitely looked like that knee was bothering him tonight, whereas the previous games looked like he was close to 100%. And then my other star was Paul George, just because the price point. That was too cheap at 8.6K. And then I was hammering home the value kind of in that mid 4k range to 5k range at guys like gala who, who is not great uh uh ingles batum and marcus morris uh ingles batum marcus morris were really really good now i did want to play herder over gallinari unfortunately i just didn't have the salary i talked about that how i thought uh you know gallinari was going to be more popular because of his most recent game because of the bust from herder he was now with herder getting inserted in the starting lineup the, the ownership um wasn't as it wasn't as big of a gap but Gallinari are still a little bit more popular and Herter did have the better game it was just a salary thing though I couldn't afford Herter with my build and then Korkmaz was the one guy I felt comfortable with below 4k because he uh, picked up the start so yeah again I played a really jockey lineup as you see a lot of the you know guys that grind out cash games and enter in the tournaments had the same lineup so I think I, I basically built the optimal lineup which not not a ton of fun in tournaments, but hey, it got me in the cash. So hope you guys had a good night. We had a couple takedowns in the Discord. Uh, Mark again, and then another guy um, took it down in the uh, the main slate. Uh, won about three grand. So congrats to, to both you guys on your takedowns. And uh, yeah, let's see if we can keep making uh, money here for this showdown slate. So Bucks and Nets. I got a 217 and a half over under. The Bucks are now four point favorites. With Kyrie Irving out and James Harden out, going to be interesting to see how the Nets go go about this. We'll start off with the Bucks and Giannis ended the combo at 11.8K. I think it makes for a pretty safe play because minutes in a close game, he should push for over 40. Again, uh, the starters got pulled early on both sides last game, uh, so Giannis was on pace for about 42 minutes. He only played 38 because of the blowout. We know he's a do-it-all guy and can, and can get fancy points in a lot of different ways. The one thing I will say is I prefer KD at a similar price in the opposite end. Uh, it's just because KD is going to have to do it all, whereas Giannis can rely on guys like Middleton and Drew Holiday. So still like Giannis, but I think if you're going to ask me like who of the two stars I would like the top top guys I would fade, I, I would rather fade Giannis than KD. Now with Middleton and Drew Holiday, I'm going to give that to Middleton because he's just been the much more aggressive player in offense, the much higher usage player as well in this series. Also playing big, big minutes. Should play about 43, 44, I would say, 
in a competitive game. So I will give that to Middleton over Drew Holiday. Now, ownership, I think Drew Holiday will come in at much lower ownership. And he's, he struggled the shot a little bit. He seemed a little bit passive on the offensive end, but also should play over 40 minutes. So um, I still like Drew Holiday. I, I just think he is uh, behind Middleton for me in, in terms of priorities. Now, you know, taking ownership in consideration could be different, right? If Middleton is double the ownership, let's say, of Drew Holiday, then, then yeah, you can make the argument for, for Drew over Middleton. So we got Brooke Lopez at 7-6. The issue is just the price point, right? I think it's fine. He'll play about 35 minutes. We saw 35 and then 33 uh, in a blowout where he got pulled for the last three, four minutes. He's a guy that, you know, has, has been rebounding the ball pretty pretty solidly. The last couple games, 11 and 11 rebounds. Um, he's a guy that can knock down some shots, can get some block shots too, so... I'm good with Brolo. It's just the price point makes him a little bit difficult to get to on the show on slate. I think this is going to set up for more of that stars and scrubs build. I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, hanging out kind of in this mid-range, in the 6-7K range. It's it's a little bit difficult to prioritize some of these guys. Now, P.J. Tucker at 5-2 uh, had that one. We see a big game from P.J. Tucker every once in a while. That was one of the games where he actually knocked down some corner threes, got some rebounds too. Be careful with P.J. Tucker is all I'm going to say. He'll play about 30 minutes. He's a decent defender. They need him out there against KD. But do not expect anywhere close to 26 again. You got to know this is a realistic outcome. Four fancy points in 33 minutes. Now, I don't think it's going to be that low. I don't think it's going to be this high, though. I think he'll probably hover in the 10 to 15 fancy point range if I had to guess. So Tucker feels a little bit too overpriced for me. And then we got to talk about the bench guys here. So Pat Connaughton had a really, really good game last game. Mm, I don't know, though, right? The recency bias, this is also the floor of Pat Connaughton, 7-4. and four. So sure, he had a decent shooting game. He also had four steals and two blocks. That is definitely an outlier performance. And the price jumped a good amount from 2K to 4.4. So Connaughton, like P.J. Tucker, feels a little bit overpriced for his role. And then we have Bryn Forbes and Bobby Portis. So Forbes has not been shooting well so far this series. I do think there is a way he plays more minutes the way he does if he can nick, if he can make some shots, right? Um, I think if he, if he starts the game off hot and maybe makes his first couple threes, he could push for 20 minutes. So I do have some interest in Forbes. I think he goes a little bit overlooked, uh, but the price point makes him at least in consideration for me. And then I like Bobby Portis at 3-2. I know the minutes have been down on him last couple games in 12-12, and 12, but he's still a guy that can go and get you 15 to 18 fancy points in that time. Like he, He's a really good point for a guy. A decent rebounder, can get some putbacks, can get some block shots, can hit some threes. So, yeah, on the show on slate, I mean, you're, you're probably going to have to play one or even two of these guys in the you know sub-4K range. I think Bobby Portis is one of the guys I'm considering. And that's really it for Milwaukee, right? Jeff Teague yeah, maybe plays a couple minutes in regular time, but... It's not enough for me to to go there. Thoughts of that to combo will get like a minute or two. It feels like at the end of the quarter he'll come out for like a defensive possession, but again, not enough for me to really go to him at 1K either. So on to Brooklyn. I don't have to tell you how good of a play Kevin Durant is. You should know. Uh, with no Kyrie, no James Harden, I don't see a way you fade Kevin Durant other than you just think Milwaukee absolutely blows them out and KD has an awful shooting game. Even then, though, like I still think KD will probably be in the optimal. So, um, yeah, there's just – I again, <laughs> I don't have to you know talk about Kevin Durant for five minutes here. We know what to do here. Like I said with Chris Paul on that last slate, right, you know what to do with Chris Paul. You know what to do with Kevin Durant here. 
<laughs> I don't have to tell you. All right, so Joe Harris, uh, there's just absolutely no way I'm paying 8.4K. Absolutely. Like, what are we thinking? What is DraftKings doing here? 8.4 for Joe Harris, 17, 10, and 14 fancy points the last three games. Not even as a contrarian option. It doesn't even make sense as a contrarian option, right? He's a close in price to Drew and Middleton. There's just absolutely no way I'm prioritizing Joe Harris over those two guys. So, I mean, so I've brought up Joe Harris a couple times as, you know, maybe a contrarian player can knock down some shots. Not even as a contrarian player. I just think you completely remove him from the play. Don't even consider Joe Harris. Uh, Blake Griffin at 6'8 is someone I'm considering in the mid-range. I think he plays about 30 minutes, maybe a little bit more in a competitive game. Again, did not return there. He stubbed out midway through the third and didn't didn't come back. Uh, but Blake, I think, has got to be their number two guy. I think he's got to step it up a little bit on the offensive end. So I do have some interest in him in the mid-range. I think we had about 30 minutes there. Bruce Brown, um, yeah, that was very tilting that first half, to say the least. Because it wasn't like he was playing awful. He just played seven first half minutes. And Steve Nash has shown, with Bruce Brown's minutes, they're kind of all over the place. Now, again, with no Kyrie and no Harden, um, this is a game you would assume Bruce Brown pushes for over 30, but you just never know. Again, he is kind of a do-it-all guy, a solid defender too. So my guess is he plays over 30. We just, there's no guarantee with Nash with, with Bruce Brown. Because again, his minutes just are, are kind of all over the place. But another guy that I think is consideration in the mid-range is going to have to do a lot more without those top two guards. Again, I brought up Shamit on prize picks. I don't really love the price though on DraftKings at 5.6. I would think we get somewhere around 15, 20-ish minutes from him. Off the bench, I think is a pretty fair guess, but at this price, I don't love it. Um, I think I'd rather have Mike James. You know, we'll see what they do with the starting lineup. My guess is Mike James starts. He's a guy that can actually, uh, you know, score the ball, a decent offensive score, even though he has been struggling with a shot last couple games. He's still a guy that, again, he's going to have to do a lot more offensively with Harden and Kyrie out. And if he starts, I do like Mike James. However, I think there's no guarantee for his minutes, right? If he starts and does not play well, they can go to Shaman. They can either, they can dust off Tyler Johnson. They can go to Bruce Brown at the point. They have other options. So there's still no guarantee. But assuming Mike James starts here at the point guard, and I think he does, he started the second half of the last game, I think he makes for one of the better values on the shutdown slate. And then I also like Jeff Green a good amount of 4K. Uh, his minutes limit, he played 27 minutes. So... I mean, that's, what, a John Wall minutes limit? There's no minutes limit there. Now, sure, right, the injury, you know, probably propelled him to play more minutes. But I think he's full go here. I don't think there's going to be any limitations. And um, I think there's even off chance maybe he starts. Either way, I think we get around 25 to 30 minutes from Jeff Green. And with that being said, I think he makes for a really solid value at 4K. And then finally, Nick Claxton at 2-4. So his role actually didn't really change much from Jeff Green. Uh, you know, the guys that got more effective was a guy like Bruce Brown. Uh, I thought Jeff Green would maybe take away some minutes from Claxton and Blake Griffin. It wasn't that way. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, Blake and Claxton are still going to split the center minutes. So I think we get somewhere around 12 to 14 minutes from Claxton, which I do think makes him in play because of the price at 2-4. He's a decent point for a guy, and you don't need a ton from him at that price. Last guy I'll mention, could be in the rotation, could not be, is Tyler Johnson. Um, I think there's a chance he plays here. I also think there's a chance he gets a DNP. So if Tyler Johnson doesn't play, it's going to be eight-man rotation, right? So it'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. If Tyler Johnson plays, that's a nine-man rotation. Again, I think there is a way for him to get minutes, right? If Mike James starts and he struggles, we might they Nash might dust off Tyler Johnson early. 
So I think he makes for a pretty interesting contrarian value play in the slate because I do think there's a path for minutes for him in this game. However, he is definitely the riskiest play of uh, the Brooklyn Nets uh, at, at 2K. So that's our map for the player-by-player player breakdown, guys. Um, again, as far as roster construction, I'm going to go over more, more of that uh, on Patreon. But I mentioned it with the two guys at the top. Definitely prefer KD to Giannis. Obviously, you can play both. I will say this is this is setting up for that Stars and Scrubs build. right? I don't really think you want to go balanced here. I mean, crazier things have happened, but I don't really see a way that works out on this show on site. So that is going to do it for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't want to go live. Again, I will be live tomorrow to break down the show on site and answer any questions you guys have, so make sure to check it out. Uh, thanks again. Have a great night, guys, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.